Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Man, I'm just sitting here thinking that I haven't brought Richard in. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Guys, put your hands together for Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What's happening, Upstate? Richard, you are too cool for school, son. You know, just living the dream. I'm telling you. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be like Richard. No, I, you know don't. what? I really don't plan on growing up. I don't <laughs> think either of you want that. Yeah. yeah it's just bad. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard some of the stories that don't sound that bad. <laughs> Richard is <laughs> the sounds like some party good animal. <laughs> yeah, sounds like some good times. It's to, do not let the coat and tie fool you. <laughs> no, I mean, but yeah, I don't plan on growing, growing I'm telling up. you. I don't plan on doing it. Uh, there's too many responsibilities. You're just a big man child. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. No comment. I'll just leave that one alone. But speaking, man child. But speaking of children. Speaking of children. Speaking of the youths of America. The youths. Did you say youths? Youths. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, sir. What is a youth? <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about it. Getting into hot rod, and of course, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know I'm a big muscle car, classic car guy. Odd Rod's a big station wagon guy, <laughs> and Richard is anything with a four-cylinder and turbos. Essentially. <laughs> I mean, it's like Richard Richard is like small displacement, lots of boost. <laughs> Robert is like... I don't know how to take that. But. <laughs> Robert is like all base, no treble. You're the Megan Trainer. Of hot rodding. I'll take that. She's cute. <laughs> She's all right. I mean, you know, there's worse things. There's a cardboard cutout of her here in the yeah. office. I'm telling you. I thought about taking home with me. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but the cool thing is, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you're just like... I imagine you in a, here. I'm in a, like Barbara Mandrell. No, I was country right. before country was cool. Here's you in about 15 years just standing out there in your white button-up polo and your jorts and your... Uh, <laughs> My new balances. Your new balances. You're going to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, Shred easy. <laughs> I just, that's going to be you here in the next few years. That's messed up. <laughs> Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, but that's just that's just where your life is leading you. I'm probably the most stylish person you know. I imagine at some point during that time, you'll uh, go through the Hawaiian t-shirt phase. Oh Lord, <laughs> see that's where that, that's where my old man's at right now. Yes, I mean it's like it's like I've known him all my life, and he was Mister Cool. Like I went through like the Dingo boots no, the and Dingo the Jordache jeans phase, <laughs> and then I went through like like the normal '30s dad phase, and then I went through like the '40s dad phase, and now I'm going through the '50s dad phase. I'm telling you, it's just natural progression. My dad is turning into Jimmy Buffett. I've come to the conclusion. <laughs> like I'm just waiting for him to come out with like a straw hat and a pair on his shoulder. He don't have it done. already? No. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, they ordered it. The uh I mean it is. It's that's like, where your life's headed. It's like you were born in Greenville, South Carolina, not Panama. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll just park the Malibu and break out one of the old vets and 
That'll, that'll be it. Rob Pitts over in Jorts and the straw hat. Uh, no, 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 no. I would be the coolest Corvette. First of all, I have been a Corvette owner. And I would be the coolest Corvette owner ever because I would be stylish. I'd we, be stylish <laughs> and not like that. You, you wouldn't fit in with your other Corvette friends. You know what? I don't want to fit in. <laughs> I want to be the square peg going in a round hole. You know what I mean? Because that's just not what you want. Oh. Kind of like what you just coughed up. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't, you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want a part I'm of that. I'm telling you. You ever thought about going to the doctor? I'm just saying. <laughs> I knew a guy that did that one time and he died. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, you know, it can't get any worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can. Yeah, we could be throwing <laughs> dirt on your neck. Yeah, it can get a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, actually, it can, actually, it can get way worse. Well, I mean, but, I feel like it's getting better, though. It's been three weeks. Yeah. You... You've been coughing like that for so long now. I mean, for the it's, month of April. <laughs> it's it's all good. Richard says I'm concerned about well, your yeah, health. I've, I've got past the cough, and now it's just my my chest hurts from your Malibu. So, really? <laughs> yeah. That's Why does my chest hurt? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. He did. I have to get. I have to give my big buddy some props. And I'm gonna tell you something. See, everybody thinks I hang out with big people because they know where all the good eating places are. No, I hang no, out that with. That we big, do too. Well, that I mean, you got Phil Memphis Barbecue. That, I'm just saying. That that's a bonus. <laughs> but while we were in Atlanta, we took the straps off the Balibu, and the car actually started rolling on. And it, and it probably wasn't going as fast as we thought it was. But it was it, going it quick got, enough. It got our attention, and Robert palms the boo. Like, he grabs a 65 Chevelle with that big old meat hook bear claw of a hand he's got and just like, stop. I mean. I took one for the team. That was impressive. I mean, I mean, he threw his self. He was a human chalk block. <laughs> I figured it was better me than the car. It, it Well, I'll be honest with you. You'll heal. It won't. Exactly. And, uh, that's, that's what if not, doing. it sounds like you're dying anyway. But, I mean, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> we're just putting you out of your misery. But, but you know what I'm saying, though. But, so, is it Robert took one for the team, though? Oh, hard I took two for the team yeah, that weekend. Yeah, really. I'll tell you what. Atlanta <laughs> Atlanta was a was a fun trip. Caffeine, not 10. Of course, went down and filmed a few <laughs> little more VinWiki content. Had a lot of fun with that, guys. Be sure to check that out on YouTube. That's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Had a video drop this week find out how old rob made 80 grand off a of dodge caravan <laughs> yeah I, I missed that little venture of the trip thank you josh and brielle <laughs> yeah really well you know when it comes to being late it's josh <laughs> yeah and I, I joined up with them and got down there at 8 30 so. you know why i can talk trash because i know they won't catch a radio show <laughs> they'll miss it yeah they'll miss it so we're good yeah as long as, as, long as they don't find the ones don't find the podcast <laughs> on itunes we should be golden like the corral right now <laughs> we'll get a call in three weeks what, what, what was that junk? What was that junk I was talking? <laughs> Why are you talking trash? <laughs> oh, Lord. But Caffeine Octane was insane, guys. We had a great, great time. We had the booth thing and featured VIP parking. Got to show oh, off. I think, I think we can uh, say what happened down there, too. I think we can talk about that. Yeah, we can. Uh, we got down there, and, of course, NBC Sports films the Caffeine and Octane show. Yep. You know, with Brian Fuller, Keith, and the boys there. Right. And uh, film crews were walking around. And it makes you feel good because, you know, the boo thing is special to me. But it's it's just a nice 65 mile boot at the end of the day. But they actually came to me to feature the car on the Caffeine and Octane show. So that was a lot of fun. And that was cool, especially when you got a $1.5 million GT40 parked beside you and they walked past it. Yeah, no joke. 
star power. You know. <laughs> Apparently, they see my YouTube videos. But I'm sure that was it. Yeah, I'm sure. The Ferrari stole the show, though. I'm sorry. The Ferrari stole the show. Actually, they had a Ferrari, a drifting uh, drift, Ferrari. Yeah, drift Ferrari. Uh, that was very, very cool. And, of course, they got featured also. And uh, he actually practiced some of his drifting in the mall parking lot, which is very, very interesting. All these episodes of Caffeine and Octane Television are actually going to air this fall on NBC Sports. You definitely yeah. want to check that out. Definitely a lot of fun. But a lot of fun. Always a good time in Atlanta. Atlanta's my town. I love it down there. Especially once I get there, I love it. I love it that the wagon made it down finally. That's what I'm screaming. The <clears throat> I was old, a little worried, actually. The, the, the family truckster made it on down. You know what? I've got, I've got faith in it. I do, too, now. I mean, it went all the way to Maggie Valley and back. And it's so funny. You get pulled over in Maggie Valley. We get pulled over in Atlanta in this thing. Oh, my God. It is a cop bad juju magnet. This car, like, if you want to do anything shady or illegal, do not involve this station wagon. No, no, this because you can have the most truest, utmost, sincere things going on, and you still get pulled over by the cops. Oh, I was very sincere in what I was doing. This thing is shady as it comes looking. Like, apparently... I mean, I don't think a rolling meth lab would get any more attention from the cops than this thing gets. Now, what's funny is locally, cruise around past them. Don't even stop me. Well, it flies so under the radar. Let me tell you. (laughs) I can tell this now. When I first bought that car, you know, the back bumper is off of it right now, which it is right now, too. It's loud, and I just threw a tag on it to get it home when I first bought it. I drove right past the state trooper in this thing. No one cared. No you know, one. apparently anywhere else but here they do. Yeah, they're a little slack. I would have pulled me over like 27 times I had, in that thing. I had like two Tahoes with lights a-going <laughs> behind us in Atlanta. I'll tell you what else is going as these commercial breaks, and we got to take them. That's right, guys. I'll tell you what. Stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Coming up right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! What's happening, Upstate? You know, I got a question for you, and I've thought about this. I love hot rodding. Yeah, I do, too. I am a car guy. Like, it's near and dear to my heart. Like, I hold hot rodding sacred like a farmer holds the soil sacred. That was deep. That was a little too deep for me. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's, our, that's our livelihood. You know what I mean? It's a little more than a hobby. We're car guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean... It's more than a hobby. It sure as hell isn't my livelihood. Uh, it's quite the opposite. Yeah, but you know, well, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's... You know what I mean? It's near and dear to our heart. Yeah, absolutely. It's part of who we are. It's in our DNA. hmm But... We didn't choose this. This life chose us, yo. But... How about new guys coming into it? You know, we we all have our ways, and we've talked about that over the year, over the years on the show. Talking about how we got into hot rodding, you know, whether it be family or you, know, you had a friend that had a cool car or whatever. But if you had to start all over, hmm. and you were getting into the car hobby, how would you start? I'd buy my first car again. You would buy, so you'd buy a four door. 60, <clears throat> 62 in value. I think that's all sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah. I think that's an awesome entry car. Another one with a four gator impala. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, you I mean you, can, you still got a useful car that you can carry all your buddies around in. You can go out and have a good time in, and you have a classic hot rod. That's, and I'm I'm a usual hot rod loosely on that, but you still have a classic hot rod, a classic cruiser. It is. I mean, ain't nothing wrong. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, I mean, if I had life to do over again, I'd get in my first car the same exact way again. All right. How about you, 
Um, I guess it depends on what you're asking. Uh, you know, I got into this just like y'all did way before I was old enough to think about driving a car. <laughs> um, so, you know, so for me, it started with uh, buying magazines and stuff. But, I mean, oh, by yeah. the time that you are old enough and you've been living this and just dreaming of that day, um, well, my first car was an 86 Chevy Cavalier, so I'm, I'm going to not follow Robert's cue there. I don't think that's how I would get started. <laughs> I mean, was it a Z24? No, it was a no. four-door. Uh, it was my grandfather's. It had bullhorns on the hood, and it said Mustang across the windshield. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? It got you from A to B. It did. It did. Reliably, in fact. Actually, that thing never broke. I it's had, those bullhorns. Uh, yeah. Laugh, I had, probably laughed at, too. Uh, no, that, all that came off day one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it got driven from my grandparents' house to mine. But you know, you The know, bullhorns fell off. It's crazy. <clears throat> you know, budget has a lot to play into it, too. Well, it, it does. It, it has, at that stage, it has everything to play into it. Oh. All right. So uh, let's, let's have a little fun with this. If we were going to get back into the hobby and you had a $2,500 budget to get you a cool car that runs and drives, what would you get? Mm. Ballparking. We ain't got to do the Craigslist challenge. But you, just... know, you know, by the way, I have gotten out of the hobby for a little while and gotten back into it. And oh, man, I took, I've taken a break from the hobby before. Yeah, I've gotten out like where I didn't have anything cool for a minute or nothing. I've been there before. I've been there. I mean. And I, I made that choice, too. I had my 32. I was, you know, it took me two years to build it. So I took two years off. I didn't go to car shows. I didn't do anything working on this car. And I think it burnt me out. Yeah. You know, like to the point where I finished this car that I knew I was going to hate. When well, I got it done. My thing was with the 63, I'd put so much time and energy. I'd repainted the car. We'd done the upholstery in the car, built the motor in the car. I mean, went through everything on this car, and then it had a brake failure and uh, total lost it. And I put all that work and all that time and energy into something that was just gone, and I just kind of took a break. Yeah, you learned a valuable lesson, though. Good insurance goes a long way, too. Good insurance goes a long way. I, I mean, I was 19 years old. I was stupid. But, you know, I just kind of took a break. I took a, probably a three, four-year break from the hobby, just to be honest. Well, I mean, everybody needs a little break every once in a while. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But let's say $2,500, and you're looking for a cool entry level, something you can drive. I ain't going to say the most reliable thing in the world, because obviously it's a $2,500 car. Something usable, though. But we're talking about a good high school budget. I would, you know what, to be honest, I, w I would rip into my inner redneck a little bit, and I would probably find me... The nicest V8 third gen Camaro I could possibly get my hands on. I want to tell you something; those are getting a little tricky to find for twenty five hundred dollars. It is. I mean, you got it wrong. It's, it's going to yeah. be on the it's going to be on the rougher end of things on twenty five hundred. But I think you get twenty five hundred. You're going to get a three hundred five TBI car. <laughs> you are. Um, I think, but it'd be a good reliable car. So but if it was a five speed, it would be a fun one. Yeah, yeah and you can still throw some exhaust on it. Still going to sound good. Oh yeah. But I mean that that puts you in an older car, and you know it's still it's got some styling to it. And, you know, it gets you in the hobby. And, and, and I went every, every step of the way. I mean, mm -hmm. it checks all the boxes. How about you, Richard? Two-door 307 Cutlass. Good you call. know, that's good a good call. one. That's a good one. Which Although it's getting a little tricky yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be the best one on the market. I remember, <laughs> I remember in a not-so-long-ago future that you could buy Hearst Oles, 83 Hearst Oles with lightning rods in them 
for about twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, I can get that. I, and, and full four twos with T tops for twenty five hundred bucks. Kick another zero on the backside of that, and you got it now. It ain't quite that crazy, but it's close. Yeah. Um, street outlaws have turned G bodies into. Well, I mean, unfortunately, the people calling them G-bodies don't know what it means. No, they have no clue, but, but these cars, the value of them went insane on these oh, things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and well, let me say the value <laughs> popularity. Well, well, the good size is it's a V8, for the most part, is a V8 mid-size car that is a good platform to work off of. Well, I tell you, It's got so, good bones, too. And, I mean, speaking on that, actually... You know, it being even the 307, which was kind of a pig, but it wasn't a bad, it was a good engine for yeah, performance-wise, it, it wasn't too much about it. It was a runner. But, you know, imagine if you had your nice 442 Cutlass. T-tops, yeah. nice set of mags hunkered down. That's a bad-looking vehicle. I mean, you're a little more than 2500 but you could definitely... At that point, but I mean, over You could time, definitely work into it. Yeah, you could definitely well, work into it. Or just a nice, clean Cutlass Yeah, take away the 442, you can get there. Yeah. Or if you want to go to the other side of things, for 2500 you could get yourself into a decent OBS truck, put some mags on it, hunker it down. And now that, you know, especially cool. especially your your first three or four years there, the four headlight trucks, yep. things like that, you could actually get into those trucks. You know, a nice little step side or just a cool little short bed pickup. Yep. Definitely, yep. definitely a really, really good one. That, that, that's a that's good, good one, too. Yeah. That's a good, of course, trucks are hard to beat. You know what I mean? That's Truck. an easy hot ride. Yeah, you can actually use it, too. And, and it's a, and it is a usable vehicle. And there's so much aftermarket out there for OBS it's, trucks. Yeah, OBS trucks. You can buy anything you, you want. you got all kinds of ways to spend your money. <laughs> and a good running truck's always going to be worth 2500 bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah and, it, I mean, it's, even, it's a win. Even if you want to go to the, you know, because you are in high school or you're just starting out in the hobby, even if you want to just make a nice cruiser, buy the 4.3 truck. Save yourself some budget. Save yourself on gas money, and just point. never pop the hood. Well, I mean, and, and down the road, with the four three is a perfect setup to make a swap for a V eight. Oh yeah, it's it's set up for it. I mean, there's really nothing at all wrong with that. I mean, I think, I think, I think the OBS truck is a good one, I, and I like even like the the third gen Camaro, and I and I love the Cutlass idea. Yeah, but the Cutlass will be a good one. Um, you know, so many cool ways to get in it and all that stuff. We're gonna touch some more on this subject, but you know what? She's during commercial breaks. Well, they keep speaking about paying the bills. They keep coming around. And maybe we'll get a little more budget if we have another commercial break. <laughs> We're talking entry-level hot rodding right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! What's happening, Upset? We're talking about entry-level hot rod. If you had to start all over again, getting back in the hot See, rod. See, when I start all over again, I just went and bought Man and Paul SS, and that, that was <laughs> went down over there. Oh, Lord. B-bodies. <clears throat> that was the start of a sickness, man. You should have stopped there. Yeah, really. Like, you started out. like <laughs> Started on the top, yeah, down, down like, here. You're like that guy that was really good at high school football, <clears throat> then blew his knee out. I, I did that, and too. Now, and now I you're did a, that, too. And now, and now you're like a shoe size. You're like the Al Bundy. I, I totally did that. Starting defensive lineman, man. Man, that depresses me, dude. <laughs> you had a 96 Impala. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were, you were pipping an Impala SS. I yeah. Mean, that's kind of I want to be a baller, you know. And then we went from that to the other side of the spectrum, a '91 Caprice wagon. Went from the last year '96 Poly SS, the best one, to you went from the coolest B body ever made to the uncoolest B body <clears throat> yeah, ever made. I, I say the Buick Roadmaster uh, sedan is actually the uncoolest. Ah, it's cooler it's than set. a Caprice by the nature of its uncoolness. <laughs> But a Caprice wagon trumps it. At least it's got it. wood grain and leather and stuff. No, 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 no. Not on the sedans. 
the sedans are well but see you yeah, knowing that you got a wagon though. you you knowing that little bit of knowledge makes you even more uncool because that scares me he's a no 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 not on the sedans you ever <laughs> think about that impala ss yeah uh, really yeah and i think about how the wagon's sitting outside I mean, you went, run circles around it you went from darth vader yeah to lord vader your car's ready yeah, exactly you went from that to june cleaver yeah I mean, or yeah. was that June Brady? No, what was the um, Mrs. Brady, but, Carol? Yeah, Carol Brady. But what, what did the the Cleaver, the maid? Oh, um, Alice, Alice, and Sam the Butcher. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, but I'll knock uh, her skirt off when I start it up. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> you got you know, and, that, and that's the thing about the wagon is he fires this thing up and it like you look at it and it makes noises that station wagons should make, <laughs> and, and so I mean it's cool in that and and then in the surprise you ha ha got you factor, but um, sex appeal yeah, it's about like a turnip you know <laughs> you know it ain't been doing me bad but I'm just oh <laughs> jeez ain't done you good either <laughs> you know what entry level for me going nobody's asked me c4 corvette c4 you can buy them 2500 dollars. i hate you guys <laughs> i know that's why you i put hate that, both of you i know that's why question. you put that number out there you know what i can find me a caprice wagon for 2500 too i hope you can find you three <laughs> I love Richard. I'm just uh, I love him. Actually, is it bad that the Caprice wagon is carrying more value than the C4 Vet right now? Uh, no, actually, the other way around. Um, I can sell a C4 Corvette. You still ain't been able to sell the wagon yet. Uh, it's just because, you know, you ain't matched up the right person. Yeah, you, yeah, you just got to find that's, the right buyer. Yeah, you that's know. often the problem when you're selling a car that's not selling. <laughs> <laughs> T- Richard, I need like a little drum set. First of all, Richard, I hate you. Well, don't don't feel bad. I'm not trying to sell a minor. I'm very happy about that. Richard's over. I just want to go like. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm not really trying to sell the wagon either. I love. Somebody it. get Greg drum drum set. <laughs> I, I really kind of like the the wagon. So I'm, I'm not really in the selling market right now. Well, pa- pace car, I might would let go. Now, see, that was the other way around. This guy's so wish we was all pace car, now we're all team station wagon. Well, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to keeping the pace car either. He's going to drive the pace car next week, and then he's going to want to sell the wagon. Yeah, it'll which, be, which, by the way, that that is a good entry level uh, car, that pace car. That something. is, that is a cool. But it's more than twenty five hundred dollars. Oh uh, yeah, it is a little bit more. You know, if, if if you got parents willing to match your budget, then. Well, I mean, if I had parents willing, but if I had five K, I mean, I could come up with some way better. I could get an LT one vet. <laughs> yeah, a Fox body Mustang. Speaking of that, you wear. You can still. I've been watching them. Uh, SVO car, maybe. You can get crappy ones for five grand. I tell you what, what is cool, and you want a testament to a C four vet, but I feel sorry for the man's spine that drove it. I was actually, I always, I look, every day I check the Craigslist classifieds for cars, and... <laughs> well, they know, delayed the other, so... Only you would know. <laughs> so, uh, and I was looking, and I seen a good-looking <laughs> C4 vet. So, of course, what's old Rob going to do? We're going to click on it. I'm sorry, actually, Richard sent me a text and let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of a political forum, and there are some laws passed. That... <laughs> so, back to, back to the story, kids. But So, we got this, this nice C4 Corvette, black, chrome wheels on it, good-looking car, 274 
thousand miles on a '95 Corvette. I'll take a pass. Dang. That's a, but you know what? That's a testament to yeah. a vehicle. And the thing is, LT, LT ones. That's that's not out of the ordinary at all. No, LT ones are LT ones get bad rap because of the you know Opti Spark kind of, but they're actually really great motors. They're actually, it's a great. It's what's well, an engine. Yes, it's not yes. electric. Yes, I'm sorry. But it's, but they're great engines. But I mean, you think about it. I mean, it's got a 700 R4 in it. And, you know, a, a tried-and-true 350 with a distributor on the front, basically. Yep. And, you know, it's got a Dana rear end in it. These things are indestructible. It's quite honestly the best car ever made. It's got 275,000 miles on it. It's obviously a pretty good car. <laughs> obviously. It's been around the world three times now. Did they put Dana 40s in those, or were they Dana uh, I'm not exactly real sure on the C4s. Um, I know it was a Dana. I know it was a Dana, too. I know, But, you know, in terms of the LT1. I think the C3s had the 40s on them. I think the C4s are something different, I think. Uh, Where's Joy Cartier yeah, when you so, need them? exactly what I was just thinking. Uh, I wish we could have a call in. Yeah, really. It's like, can I phone a friend? Hey, Joey. <laughs> What's the rear end in an 86 Corvette? You know, in, in terms of the LT1, though. There, Joy could read you part numbers. Yeah, yeah. There's people who have actually <laughs> so drilled out. Before April. There's people that have actually drilled out the back of the intake to run a normal style distributor on them, because the you know the port there for it is it's still, actually there. Yeah, it still exists. It's cast in it. Yeah, um, the, the the actual block is really no different than your standard small block, except for when you come to up front, um, or you can do the LS uh, style coilovers and get you know run a dummied out opti up front and solve the issue, or you can just go right below your water pump and then you'll find a little weep hole. And run you a little tube out there to reroute the water that may leak down into your OptiSpark and fry it. Well, and, and that's that's true too. And I mean, well, you know, I mean, there was actually guys doing LT ones with carburetors on, which make no sense to no, me that, whatsoever. That, that's stupid. It's very stupid. Um, also, a little note to self: if you are an LT one guy or you got LT one engine, and the Opti ever does go out, be sure to always replace it with AC Delco. Do not go MSD. Do not go Excelled. Just always go AC. Well, all the, all the MSD is just a pretty case. It's made by the it, same. It really people. is, but they've done nothing. I've seen time and time again they do nothing but throw problems for those cars. Go back AC. Delta. It's hard to beat a good GM product it for is. things like that. But the thing is, if you keep the moisture out of it, you don't have a problem. Exactly. Like I've only, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen one of those distributors just go bad. They've always gotten wet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've owned three LT1 cars, and I've even been brave enough. To uh, wash wash them with a pressure washer, I'd just be mindful of where I'm spraying, and I've never had a problem as far as Optis go. I've never personally. My first wife, she had a 93Z, and I washed the motor. I hosed that thing down, and it never missed a beat. No, I, I, which I like when I was. I actually had to put a water pump. The water pump went out onto, and I still never put it. And I've had a water pump go out on every one, um, and never had a distributor issue. But I always prep for that up front. But, you know, as far as washing them, though, I would keep the car running, and I would just spray it down. And, if you know, when it came time to do a deep engine cleaning, but I never had an issue. Well, I mean, it's not like something you do all, every day on these no. cars. But, like I said, they got a bad rap. But, yeah, 274,000 miles. And they'll keep on going. Well, and I mean, and that's and that's my testament to the C4 vet. And people joke about it, give me a hard time, but it's tried and true parts, like all the way around. Well, I mean, you know, and, and I'll be the first one to talk junk about C4 vet, and I wouldn't mind owning one actually. But, um, you know, we've talked about this before. People still to this day are using the suspension out from under them for their yeah. street rods and all, still to because this day. it's good stuff. Well, I mean, it's it, it is it's it's good stuff. But I mean, that car 
was a serious groundbreaking car. And I'll be honest with you, bang for the buck, I don't think it can be matched. I really, really don't. Well, I mean, you and I have talked about it. I like them, obviously. My brother's had a couple of them. Uh, I've been around them for my entire adult life, and uh, I'd love to have one. You know, Pen- a decent one for four grand. Pending on your vehicular needs, um, like if you had kids, not a good car. Uh, you uh, my dad had a kid, and I rode one all the time. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It, it's, it's not it's not the most um, logical car on a daily basis if you you have a family. But in terms of just bang for the buck, especially for the price tag on them, um, what you can do with them, the fun you can have with them. The, you and know, you can go autocrossing out of the box with yeah, these cars. Yeah, you have to do nothing to them to take them autocrossing. Um in terms of that, yeah, you you almost can't go wrong getting an SC four. Not necessarily the most drag racing vehicle in the world. No, it's not a powerhouse by any means, but in Shh. in terms of getting it, it could be made one. Yeah, yeah, it could be made one quick. I mean, LT ones are known to make some power. So, Speaking of things oh. that come up quick, is these commercial breaks? Absolutely, guys, stay tuned. We're talking entry level hot rodding right here on one zero six three W O R D. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! What's happening, upstate? So, Odd Rod is sitting... What did you even pick out again? Uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about entry-level Hot Rods. Which one? Uh, you know, I went Still after the, the truck. OBS yeah, truck. Yeah, the OBS the, truck. Uh, so, 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 Roberts and his OBS truck. Or the... Uh, what was the other one I said? The... Uh, Capri Station Wire. No, you... Mm-hmm. Well, you no, although we good, know that gets all the chicks. Although a good one, especially with chloroform. Uh, oh, uh, uh, third gen Camaro. Yeah, third gen Camaro. Richard, the G body. Um, got another idea. If you what's don't, that? We're all GM right now, and I mean, we all drive GMs right now. To be honest, like all good people should. Well, we all made it here, didn't we? I can think of two others for Ford and even a little Mopar. How about a V8 Dakota? That's a good one. Hard to find, I but think, a good yeah, one. I think they're getting harder and harder to find now. But My neighbor's actually got one for sale in the neighborhood, sitting in his front yard with a big for sale by owner sign. Oh, nice. But I notice he keeps his hood up, and there's a chrome air cleaner on it. That's why he keeps his head up. He's showing out. Yeah, he's showing the goods. Showing off that 14-inch chrome air cleaner. I think it's a little harder to do now, but um, used to, you you could see these popping up a lot. You 65, 66 Mustangs with the uh, six-cylinder in them. You can't even get close. Yeah, you don't even get close. You used to get one. Godzilla used to be a little lizard, too. Uh, You know what? I'll tell you what. That was probably my missed opportunity, and it was a financial reason at the time when I was in high school. Aren't they all? Uh, yeah. Um, when I was in high school, no joke, we had a coach had one. Six-cylinder Mustang. It was a 66. And he sold it for $2,500. My only qualm with a six-cylinder Mustang is their four-lug. Yeah, there's a lot of There's a lot you. of switching over. If you want to swap them, but it's not as well difficult. buy a V8. But, I mean, man, I had a hot rod six-cylinder Mustang. And I want to tell you something. You can't knock all sixes, Sounded good. No, you can't. I mean, but a 66 Mustang, if you can get in that cheap. Yeah. You know, that's that's really, you're not really messing up. Yeah, but the thing is that those cars are gone. Yeah. I mean, a $2,500. They're out there for $2,500. Yeah, but there's not much of them left. Well, how many many 66 Mustangs are there much of any of them left? They rusted out pretty quick. Well, that's the yeah. unfortunate there side. Was some, of them. There were some way better than others, and the worst ones are you're going to get in that 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 quarter and lower range. That whole cardboard uh, heater core. 
Kind of done them in. Well, I mean, it's not even that. I mean, those cars, I mean, keep in mind, it's a 50-year-old car, too. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm not thinking they're, they're all susceptible to rust, but... Uh, but, you know, I think uh, I think Fords at that time were made a little lighter, if you will. Like, the metal wasn't quite as thick. I, I don't think they were put together quite as well as they should have been at the time. I, I mean, no, I don't think it's that. I just think, you know, just kind of poor design. Just like how a lot of GM cars quarter had quarter panel problems because it's just how where about the water C10 square bodies? Well, exactly. I mean, they, they, they all... I mean, just they all have their quirks and rust spots, you know, just like five, six, seven Chevrolets all rust out of the trunk pan. You know, I mean, that's just common stuff. So now, how about our $2,500 Dodge? You said you had a Mopar. Or you said Dakota. Yeah, the Dakota is, uh, you know, I mean, you can get, and it's not going to be a nice 5.9 RT, but, you know, they made 318s, they made 4.7s. Yeah, I mean, 318 Dakota ain't nothing. Sneeze at 5.2. Right, and then, uh, you know, if you want to go forward, what about a... Uh, EXP. Yeah, there you go. You got, that's hot rod right there. <laughs> no, what about like a 4.6 Thunderbird? You know, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good really car. good one. And I want to tell you something about a 4.6 T-Bird. It ain't no joke. No, I mean... I mean, you I mean know, it's actually, it's the same motors in the Mustang. It's a two-valve, 4.6, 281 cubic inch. Can't miss them. Yeah, and those were cool-looking cars. 2500 bucks And not a bad-looking, and a comfortable car. Yeah, those those are cool-looking cars, in my opinion. I tell you what, twenty five hundred. I'll go in the Ford. I'll buy a Mark Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe even a Mark Eight if you play your cards right. It could happen. They're getting harder and harder to buy because people know what they are now. Well, that and they're well, no, they're ragged out and they're yeah. not suspicious yeah, shot. Well, but those are cool cars. Four too. six dragon, four cam dragon tail. Yeah, but I'm still. I mean, that's a Cobra with an automatic transmission. Yeah, now that's a little bit. That one's gonna be a little bit tougher to you know fix up. You're getting into a little bit more money. Yeah. Well, well, you know, they got strut switchovers for them now. So yeah. you switch over. Mm-hmm. Cool yeah. Springs yeah. Because unfortunately, ride. you're driving a Cobra until it breaks. Then you got Lincoln. <laughs> precisely. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> but you know, I think that's a really good one. You know, but then you got to think about. I mean, what do you want to get into? I mean, are you want to go car showing, or you want to go racing, or you want to go a fun cruiser? Or in, something in terms like that? of cruiser, another good entry uh, level that you could definitely get in on the money is uh, uh, S10 Extreme. S10 Extreme. Yeah. How about mini trucking in general? Yeah, I mean, you can buy some small trucks, twenty five hundred bucks. Well, I mean, the thing is, they're cool because it's not a fast thing, it's not a speed thing. It's all about it's, it's looks. A cruiser. It's and a I'll cruiser. be honest with you, you know, you got a kid that's in, you know, taking you know vocational school for body shop. I mean, you've got all the tools there to make anything you want like that. Yeah, and you don't want to put a kid in something fast anyway. No, 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 no. no. Actually, I think a pickup truck is actually the best vehicle for a first time driver. Yeah, Especially nice. like a, a teenager or something, a small truck. A nice little stack drop extreme. Nice set of billets on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to steer wrong. Yeah. And you got a good looking vehicle that's reliable. You know, a little 2 2 4 cylinders. Yeah, or a 4 3. Yeah, well, I mean, 4 3s are nice, but 4 3s a handful and a little extreme. I ain't going to lie. Uh, yeah, it's a little burnout um, monster. But the little 2 2 4 cylinders, <clears throat> they're good engines. Had a few oil pump problems with a few of them, but um, the uh, they are great trucks, though. Actually. I sold one. I would, I know you know, I would own. On. I would own one today. I really would. There's nothing wrong with them. They're small, but once you get past that, they're not too bad at all. No, they're great, great on gas, and not a bad looking little truck. Like I own a mini truck today. You know, <laughs> hadn't even sat in it yet, <laughs> but soon. But soon. But yeah, but I mean, I think that's another cool thing. I mean, there's so many different ways to get in the hobby. And I tell you another good one. How about the neons, the uh, SRT fours? Yeah, I don't, they're dropping like they're a rock. Dropping, I don't think they're quite yeah, in that quarter yet. Yeah, there's probably some that you can find that run for twenty five hundred dollars, but I don't think I want to touch it. <laughs> uh, 
But you talk about a fun car, or sit though? in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that it's like ew. It's a neon. <laughs> I don't. I love neons. I've had a few. Uh, it's just the twenty five hundred dollar SRT four that runs is a scary little car. Have you have you <laughs> have you ever owned a Plymouth Expresso though? I haven't. Um, family members have. I had I had two neons. I totaled them both, and they both tried to kill me. I'd probably stay away. Yeah, so I stayed away from the SRT. I'd stay away from the neons. I think they're bad. Yeah, Richard, you don't need those. You succeeded in killing them though, so you won. Yeah, I had a little hybrid. Um, 2004 was my first new car. Uh, it was an RT, but a good friend of mine, oh, actually Kenneth, uh, most of y'all know him, um, had a totaled SRT4, and I had a Shelby Daytona with a broken transmission. And uh, he basically said, you can gut my SRT4, I'll help you fix everything for the Daytona. And uh, that one almost killed me. <laughs> so, so it basically was like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. It's like a sleeper neon. <laughs> it's a sleeper yeah, neon. Yeah, well, it's the thing was a trip. That sounds uh, cool. I'm going to tell you what. I got a, I got an entry-level one uh, for those wanting to step out in the odd rod room a little bit. About come a, on over to the odd side. <clears throat> yeah, come on over to the odd side. How about a pimped-out Astro van? Definitely can buy them cheap, and you're probably going to scare your girlfriend's parents. But other than that, yes, those are cool, though. And, I mean, you got to think about it. It's a half-ton platform, easy to lower, easy to fix up and make cool. And, I mean, I'll be honest Set with you. Set of mags and a phantom grill on it? Man, taking woodshop class? Oh, man, you could build. Luxurious yeah, interior. You could, you could pimp that thing out. Don't laugh. Your daughter's probably been in here. You know, <laughs> in all honesty, you know, not a bad ride, though. Vans were a thing back in the day, and they're starting to kind you're of make a comeback. You're starting to see them come back a little bit. I don't see the Astros quite skyrocketing yet. No. Crossing <laughs> um, Barrett Jackson. <laughs> Maybe another year or two before we but, see that. But, you know, I think the Astro was the last of the cool van until the new Transit. The new Transit, to me, actually has a good look to I it. I think the Transit are, are, are a neat just a, I don't even look at them like vans. Though. I don't either. I don't look at them like vans. I look at vans. I think of like E two fifties. Yeah, they're G ten utility truck. And that's something you can get for a quarter. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I mean, if you, you can drop a G ten. You want to go easy. mystery machine style? In all honesty, you know, I've heard of people buying them for like five hundred bucks, running and driving. Oh yeah, running, driving, fun. I yeah, mean, three hundred five vans. I mean, hey, set of side pipes and some mags, and we'll give the thing a that's little right. stance. You'll, you'll be scaring the neighbors in no time. <laughs> Oh, man. i tell you one thing you can't scare off. These commercial breaks, all right? Yes, sir. we got to go to a long one. So, All right, guys. i tell you what. Stay tuned. We're talking more about entry-level hot rodding right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.